With us on Coach's Corner here in KWBG, get a chance to put a wrap on the uh, 2022 Boone softball season. Erica White joining us, Tori Doors. Uh, one of those seasons that I think we knew coming in just with the losses from last year. I'm not going to use the word struggle because I want to use the word instead um, just change because there was going to be a lot of change this year. We knew number one, Erica, and I really think there were points in the season that the girls kind of figured out the change. And then I think some old habits kind of popped in there too. There was a couple of games in there that I know looking back on you guys were a better team than you were that night. It was definitely a season of change though, Erica, I guess that's the first way to, to get started. The word change, I like it. Um, you know, I knew last year that we'd have to change things. We had a change of approach of how we were going to start the season, which I think set the tone across our whole entire program. Um, another big change was, you know, we had many girls playing at multiple levels, and I think it mostly started at the JV level. Coach Xander had um, taken those girls. She changed positions. Some of them were typical infielders, but they played outfield, vice versa. But a good majority of those girls also then had to play the next varsity game. Um, so, one, it gave them some looks, some at-bats, um, and I think that helped come together. Um, but that was definitely one change that was from last year to this year of how are we going to make this work. And I think giving those girls as much reps as what we did helped build their confidence because by the end of the season, um, you look at the final numbers, and many of our girls and our youth, I mean, we're batting around 300 or over 300. Um, Natalie was batting upper 300s. Aaron batted over 400. And I say that from, yes, Aaron and Natalie played varsity last year, Natalie two years now, but just the strength that those two brought to the team and stepped up and then everyone else boosted around them, um, definitely helped, but I think with the number of new faces on our field, new lineups, I think maybe four, five games have the same lineup, um, and that was something that's never been done in our program either, but I think it was one of those things that really helped our team develop, learn to come together, learn that it may not be you this night, and that's okay, but i got to be ready for what it is me. Or I might have to be ready when I have to step in in the middle of a game. How how am I mentally preparing for myself? And that was a lot of discussion that we had this year. Well, and I think something else, too, is when you look at, you know, players that stepped up this year in prominent positions, and, and there was a lot of inexperience. I mean, I, I can look up and down the lineup, and, and yeah, we had the Natalie Danners and the Aaron Aids and, and Kennedy Lewis, and obviously we, we know those names from the past, but, but then I'm throwing in, a, you know, a bigger role for Kelsey Mormon, Jillian Malice, Gracie Gustafson. I feel like I can do this for a while. Carly Bush, Maura Nystrom, Sidney Adams. Uh, Maggie Cornelis had a, had a bigger you know opportunity this year. Gracie Baker as well. I feel like I could probably do this for a while, but I guess where, where the point that I'm trying to make is even though these girls had been in the program and you had those leaders that we kind of talked about, boy, we had a, a big chunk of girls that uh, not just new positions, but new expectations on themselves. Yeah, absolutely. You definitely hit that nail on the head. Um, it's one of those things that many of our girls who – started varsity not all of them were in there what would you say preferred position type of thing sure um but they were flexible and they knew that if coaches needed me here in this on this night then we'll go um i'll use gracie gustison for example um i think she was our most um utility player all season 
Um, some nights, I mean, she earned her spot in the lineup by her bat, um, and she's one of our kids that you got two strikes on her, and I was confident she was going to put the ball in play, and she did that for us many times um, and made pitchers throw extras because she kept fouling it off, and that's what got her into the lineup. But then when we had some injuries going on, I always told her, I said, okay, it depends on who's on the mound tonight. And she was really great. She knew that I'm starting in the DH role, but when Kennedy can't go anymore on the mound, I either got to go to second base because Aaron's pitching, or I got to go to right field because Carly's pitching. And she handled it really well with um, poise and just knew that I had to step up and make plays when I'm out there. And going from just hitting so now I got to make plays in the third, the fourth inning when it's tight and maybe we're up two to zero. Maybe it's still a tight ball game or maybe we're down. She came in and did her job and that really helped. Um, but other girls too. I mean, I think about our pitching staff. Every single one of them plays a position for us. And when you're putting a lineup together and you're thinking who can go throw next for us in this situation. I have to not only think behind her, I have to think, well, who can play shortstop for me or who can play left field or who can play right field? Um, Where is Kennedy going when she's not on the mound? So all of those things add up, and that then goes back to that word of change, and I don't know how many umpires liked me this year because I did so much you know, change on the lineup. At least it wasn't in-and-out substitution. But, I mean, there was many times where it was just, this girl's going here, this girl's going here, and they had to adapt quickly in our conference and even our non-conference games of knowing what they're going to do with the ball and what situation they're in. Well, we always get a chance, too, when we do these season wraps to talk about our senior class, and obviously last year we probably could have done a coach's corner just on the senior class. This year was a little bit different because we had just the one with Kennedy Lewis and and what she was able to do for the program uh, while she was wearing the uh, the, the Boone Toradora softball gear, you know, on and off the field, I guess I should say. And uh, really, I know we talked about this uh, last week, but her best pitching performances, I think I've seen her have, and she's had some good ones over the years, but she had uh, the last two games were, were probably some of her best. Erica, when you, when you think back about Kennedy Lewis here in five, ten years, what do you think you'll uh, remember about Kennedy? Ah, Kennedy's a tough one to let go. Um, she came in with us as a freshman, so she's my first class that I've had for all four years under my belt. And, one, her class started off a whole lot larger, but she persevered. She's um, shown us her commitment and her dedication to our program, and I think that just showed um, her senior year of her being a captain, and that's voted by the girls, and that's all established based on how girls are um, even on the field and off the field. It has nothing to do with how they swing a bat or how they pitch a ball. And um, her character is one of those that's second to none. She's always there. She works hard. Um, she communicates. Um, but one thing that I, I really value about Kennedy is um, even when things aren't going so great, um, she's right there to support her teammates. She'll find a way to boost them up. And she's a quiet leader. So, you think about her in the box. Um, we used her a lot as an example this year of how she separates her swing after her load or even when she was putting the ball in play, just how quiet her swing was. And we used that to help the girls understand that you don't have to make this big motion in the box. You don't have to be big in the box. Just go quietly, go straight to it. Good things are going to happen. Um, and so just having someone who – 
after last year's class, um, everyone was, you know, thinking this year wasn't going to be the greatest. She found ways to make this team special and find the positives and push through um, a variety of injuries or difficult innings or difficult nights. Um, she never gave up on her team, and she never never gave up on her coaches. And I think that speaks a lot of volume of who she is and what we'll miss when she isn't with us next year and in future years. Well, let's talk about next year now a little bit because uh, even though I know that uh, you had to tell yourself this, I think I've had to tell you this a few times to – Give your softball brain a little bit of a break. Now I'm going to go against what I said, Eric, and I'm going to ask you, have you looked ahead to next year, and what kind of a team do you think you'll have next season? Oh, come on. You guys all know me just as well as Ryan. I've already thought about next year many times. We've talked about how we're changing our off-season workouts so that we can be more efficient. Um, but I have talked to all the girls. We In our program, we do exit interviews just one-on-one. Well, one with two coaches, uh, just reflecting on how the season went for them, how the season went for the team, what we're focusing on going into the off season, and then just other ways that us coaches can support. Many of our girls are three, four-sport athletes, and so we just want to support them even when they're not in a softball uniform because our goal is not just to build a strong softball program but to build a good girls' um, athletic program at Boone. And um, one of those ways is just encouraging girls to go play other sports. But our mentality that we're taking for next year is um, just because we have lots of returners, um, you know, that's the exciting part is we have experience under our belt and we have a strong senior class that made a lot of noise this year, came up big in situations, um, but we have the youth and we have youth that can step up and fill in the roles and they've been in the positions before. And so now it's a matter of we're not going to be comfortable just because all of you come back. I mean, there's no starting lineup right now. So our goal is what are you going to do to get better? How are you going to improve and how are you going to show us coaches that you want it? And so um, I told them to give them a little bit of a break. I know some of them are playing volleyball, <laughs> swimming, cross country, but I know a few of them are eager because they've asked each other if uh, they're playing fall league. And so it just shows that they want to get back out there. They want to work hard. But I totally was going to count down because I knew this would get Ryan laughing. I was going to count down how many more <laughs> weeks we had until off season. Oh, boy. But we're like five and a half months out, so I'll give you that. But um, – just not being comfortable, and we know our conference. We know the strengths that they have. We know what we can do, and now it's just a matter of we set the bar last year, and those were high expectations. I didn't lower them, but now they're going to be even higher because we got so many returners, and we know what to expect and how to handle situations and get on top of these tough RRC opponents. Never gets easier, that's for sure. Uh, Erica, thank you so much. Always love talking softball with you, and, and uh, I'm already looking forward to 2023. But as I told you, we're going to take a break on softball for a little bit, and then uh, we'll, we'll start talking softball before you know it. But uh, thanks for a great season as always, and uh, we'll look forward to talking softball with you again on Coach's Corner in 2023. Thanks, Ryan, and thanks for all of your support throughout offseason and in season. We appreciate it. You bet. Erica White again joining us. Spoon Softball here on Coach's Corner.